0: since you've been diagnosed with breast cancer have you looked at yourself in the mirror and said why did this happen to me well you're not alone i did too but this is a time when you're given two choices one you let those four nasty words that you've been told you have breast cancer stop us from living. Or two, we can take what we've been given to us and use it as fuel on our path to healing, growth, self-discovery, and to bring out the best of us and become the hero of our journey while we get to inspire others to do the same. Join my inspiring guests and me on our mission to help women just like you with what we discovered on our hero's journey through breast cancer. This is a place where we share all the tools and knowledge we've learned to develop the courage, resilience, mindset, and self-love needed to start living your full life like you might never have done before. I am Grace DeAngeli, and I welcome you to Breast Cancer Heroes Journey Podcast. Welcome home. Hi, guys, and welcome to today's episode. So here I am continuing this mini-series. We're speaking to this amazing woman, Sharon Oakley, who shares her story through breast cancer at a young age of 58 and explains what she felt and how she didn't feel the support she thought she would get after her treatment was finished, but also how she's living her authentic self. Yes, (laughs) I want you to to tell people that because this is is what I mean by – uh, sorry to interrupt you, but this is because I'm just so excited for you to share this because this is what I mean by when I say to people I didn't allow it to define me. I took yeah. it and I went forward with it. And this yeah. is what I mean. And, look, I, I mean, I know I'm wearing thermals. I'm sorry it's cold yeah. down here in Melbourne. But um, <laughs> I've got goosebumps because I'm so passionate about people yeah. saying not. F you cancer, you you're. I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put you under my arm like this phone, like that, and you're coming with me. We're going. Yep. I don't yep. care where we're going. We're going. You know, you're not gonna sit there and hold it and oh, no. oh, hang on, let me. No, we're going. Yes. And I really want you to share what you did, what because I find it so inspiring to the point where I'm jealous. I'm actually jealous you got to do this. It was awesome.
1: <laughs> I'll do a quick leader. To the show because yep. it wasn't it was something totally out of my comfort zone um last year COVID, we didn't have a, a lot of it up here but it, it sat us on our bums um we were watching the rest of the country and i really worked hard last year to get um into a good headspace because I, I felt i was letting every my family in particular with the kids because i was grumpy all the time and angry so i got over that And then I decided whatever the year 2021 brings, I'm going to step into it. Whatever it puts in my path, I'm going to accept and run with it because every time I put myself outside my comfort zone, I make amazing connections with either people or experiences. So I wanted to start experiencing things because I felt I wasn't living so I just happened to come across this lady, um, Sophie T. She's an artist in Sydney. Um, she does a, a lot of art overseas more so than um, here at the time because she got stuck in stuck in Australia um, after COVID. And she paints women's bodies in the most amazing colours and shapes and they're real people that she paints. She just doesn't make them up. She... Um, Put a call out for women to send their naked bodies to her to paint, and yeah. to her surprise, she got quite a few people. And with those came stories as well. So I believe she paints um, for the women. That's my interpretation. So I loved her art, and then late last year she did what she calls a nudie show in London, and all these women go to her, went to her gallery, got painted naked just a a pair of G-string or a pair of knickers, got painted and then they walked the streets of London. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, I wanted to celebrate getting over my treatment and just reward myself. And I was looking at overseas trips, couldn't do them anymore. (laughs) I was thinking a walk. No, that's boring. I've never been a person that sticks by the rules. And when I saw that, I in my gut i needed to do that Mm. but it was london so i thought "Eh, that's never going to happen and there you go put it in front of me and i'm gonna run uh may she decided she would have another nudie show so i applied and you had to answer questions as to your why what you wanted to get out of it etc and my granddaughter was with me sitting beside me and i said I had my finger on the button. I said, What do you think? And she said, Do it, Nanny. So we pushed the button and we kind of forgot. And it was a really nice conversation to have with her because mm. I'm a plus size woman and I wanted her to know that sometimes we feel invisible and it was to celebrate all that hard work I did to get well. And about a month, a couple of months later, we I got an email, and the standard email was hi Sharon, Um, firstly we're pleased we're happy that you applied and I thought oh that's a dear John letter and the next sentence was big capital letters, you have been chosen to be one of our nudies Uh, I screamed (laughs) I screamed McKenna was sitting beside me and she said what Nanny, what? I said I'm going to be a nudie she goes, oh my god are you going to do it? I said hell yes so then it was Preparation for the nudie. I've never done so much self-love in all my life. I've mm. exfoliated, I've dyed, I've plucked, i shaved, <laughs> I've waxed, had the best time. And honestly, that's something I needed to do. Yeah. So did that, went to Sydney, um, which was totally out of my comfort zone as well, just, yeah, it was bizarre weekend. And I met 19 other amazing women because there was only 20 of us chosen out of a couple of thousand in australia and we were pampered we um were painted we were splattered and then we did two catwalks in front of um about a thousand people Um, And then we we were given earlier in the day a uh, silk robe that we could walk around and mingle with. No, no one touched those robes. They stayed in the dressing room and we're just wandering around completely naked, getting selfies and having chats and... um, being told how fantastic we were, and some of the husbands were saying, I wish my wife would have done something like that. She has no self-confidence. And I'm thinking, oh my God. Mm. Ladies, come on. So um I'm flying down again in two weeks to have dinner. Yay! <laughs> I know what I mean. That is I feel <laughs> very indulgent. Bring it on. <laughs> but it happened so fast and we were all very teary the next week mm. just digesting what we had done because um, it triggered a lot of emotions um, and just to sit with the ladies again over dinner will be absolutely oh, amazing. Absolutely. So um, a bit extreme but worth every single second.
0: Oh, wow. Like I said, you though, know, it was When you sent me that video, I was like, oh, okay, what's she done here? And I'm watching it. And the more, and and the thing is, like, you know, for those that, you know, want to see it, um, I'll make sure that I put uh, the link of um, Sophie's link up so you can see it. Because I think she's still got it on her IGTV or something. Yeah. So you could see what what we're talking about. Um, So, but it was just, to me, it just, Scream that. See, the thing is, a lot of women think, Oh, okay, I need to be successful. I need to be no. uh, in corporate. I need to have this. I need to have that to feel empowered. No, no, no. that there was the mo- that for me. Um, you know, I'm on a uh, when I say I'm on a spiritual path, I am on a spiritual path as well. And on a spiritual level, that to me screened out yeah. so much power in women without anything
1: just sitting with those 19
0: you're raw yes you've got beautiful paint on you but you're naked like you said you are naked from top to toe your underwear you're naked colored but it was so powerful that when my husband watched it he said wow look at the power of these women and I said, that's mm. exactly right. You don't yeah. need all the glitz and glamour to feel powerful. No. You know, and that's where a lot of women struggle with that because a lot of women, even going through what we've gone through, you know, there are women who obviously had to have a breast removed. Yes. Um, I haven't. I'm yeah. blessed. And I believe you mm. haven't. No. So. You know what I mean, and things like that, and they don't feel so beautiful anymore. And I think you know what? You are beautiful. You are beautiful regardless what you have. Don't look at all the glitz and glamour, because guess what? I had the glitz and glamour. It went. I had a seven figure business that that we Mm. lost it all two days Mm. before I was diagnosed. Uh, You know, yeah, I I was. You know, I was driving around the quarter of a million dollar cars. I had it all. And then I had nothing. I had the long, luscious hair and all of this and da, da 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 You know what? Now I wear makeup. Before I used to wear makeup to hide. I had long hair yes. to hide. Now, and right, in my case, it was bad timing, guys. It really was. And I say that a lot, but it's true. I cut my hair when I got diagnosed. and Everyone thought it was because of the cancer, but it wasn't. It was because I had psoriasis. Oh. <laughs> So, I, yeah, yeah, I know, bad timing because you go, oh, yeah, oh, my God, you cut your hair, yeah, 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 and I just recently got diagnosed and they go, <laughs> that's why. It's like, no, 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 no. So, yeah, next time, think, Grace, next time. But yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But to me, it was liberating. I, I allowed myself to cut that off that I yes. actually say the next time I cut, I grow my hair, I'm not going to hide behind yes. it. Thank you so much for joining me. I know you could have chosen any other show to spend your time with today and I'm really grateful and humble that you've chosen me instead. And I hope I've been able to serve you in any way. You know, I hope this will become your go-to place to help you heal, feel supported and discover yourself along your hero's journey. And if this episode helped you today, Please subscribe and share it with someone you know that would benefit from this. As I've learned about my hero's journey through breast cancer, nothing we receive is for us to keep but to be shared. And I hope I can serve you further by sharing some of the tools I've learned along the way. And it's hard for me to share it all in one simple episode. So if you go to www.theangelsofgrace.me forward slash resources right now, you can find a collection of tools that might be exactly what you need to take you on your hero's journey. And given that I don't know if you're listening to this podcast at the start, the middle or the end of the day, I want to wish you an amazing morning, an amazing afternoon or an amazing evening. I am Grace D'Angeli and you listen to the Breast Cancer Heroes Journey podcast. Thanks again for being here. Much love and light.